I'm Mariangela Abeo, and this is the Face to Faces podcast, a conversation series that provides a platform focusing on the LGBTQ and POC communities and their allies in the areas of activism, politics, mental health, arts and entertainment, and community. In this space, we discuss the human experience in our ever-changing world. My goal here is to remind you that while you may have moments where you feel isolated and alone, there is always an incredible community of people here that is safe. We all connect to people at our deepest pains and our greatest joys. And in this space, we're here for those moments and everything in between. I'm so glad you're here. Take a seat next to me. It's always open. Now, let's lean in. Okay, I am so excited to have my guest, Crystal McKinney here. Crystal is a holistic wellness coach, is a sound healer, is a entrepreneur that creates these amazing oils, soaps, candles, the list goes, lip glosses, the list goes on. Um, a wife, a parent, a dog mom. Crystal, hey. welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. And thank you for remembering my dog. <laughs> um, I prefer dogs over people. So the fact that you said you were a dog parent, I was like, and that is what I care about. <laughs> oh, I love my dog so much. I love everybody else you mentioned too, but I do love my dog. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Thank you. Of course. Well, first of all, what I like to do with all of my guests, um, I would like to check in and see how you're doing right now. It's a weird time. The world's changed a lot in a year and you know we're in the middle of all of these things happening. How are you today? How are you doing right now? I am fabulous and fantastic and happy and well. Uh, yeah, I really, I know COVID has been something that people, you know, they don't like it. It's if you're, you shouldn't be positive about it, <laughs> but, but I actually have come through a lot of really good experiences during this time, I did not get COVID, but with the quarantine and the downtime and the silence and just a lot of things going on, I had a lot of personal discoveries that that are great, that have brought me to having a day that's like really fantastic when maybe eight months ago, maybe it wouldn't be super fantastic. So I'm, I'm great. I love that outlook. I think that there are so many people that share that. And I think a lot of people are coming out of 2020 now realizing it wasn't the shit show that we thought it was. It felt that way because it was chaotic. But at the same time, everyone was forced to look within themselves. I think that's probably one of the best takeaways I've I've felt from everyone. And it sounds like you yeah. have the same. So that's good. And you know, it's not over. And so how long would anybody want to drag on COVID being a reason for you not feeling good? You know, it's, it still exists today. So am I not going to feel good because of COVID? No, COVID has nothing to do with my life as long as I wear a mask and distance, right? So otherwise, it doesn't exist for me. Yep, I, I totally agree with that statement. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your work. I was so excited to have you on because we met on social media. And I was, I'm always impressed, first of all, with people's hustle. And I feel like there are some people that I think have so much potential, but they don't have like their mind wrapped around the business part of it. And you were so fucking on top of it. And I was like, Ooh, she's very, also, I forgot to mention that you use she, her pronouns. Um, but I, I was so impressed with how 
you you jumped on top of it. You saw a need and you saw that I spoke kind of around similar things that you do as, as far as wellness. And you were like, let me send you things. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about my coaching. Let's talk about all that. And I just, it wasn't in a, and you never did it in a way that was trying to um, get me to buy things. It was, you wanted to connect. And I think that that's something that so many of us are seeing right now. And so I would love to talk a little bit about your coaching, because I know just from the two hour conversation you and I had that um, you were able to just give me a different perspective on things and shine a light. And um, I would love to talk about what you do with coaching for people. Okay, sure. I would call myself in a wellness coach. And really that is being politically correct and allowing, um, allowing people the opportunity to read maybe a blog post or something if I go a little deeper with how I really feel, they might think, ooh, this is crazy, woo-woo, and get turned off. So, I mean, someone that is really spiritual and really trying to get to a place of not seeing themselves even as a, a person, going a little deeper with the spiritual, spiritual aspect and connecting with the energy that we are. I mean, I told you earlier, you asked me my preferred pronouns. I said, well, real, I mean, I'll take she, her. I would take they, them. I would take him. I don't really care because I don't, I know that this is just a, I'm in a body at this point in time, okay, of this living space. Right. I'm in a body and I was given features uh, that as I was born, the doctor, told, the doctor yeah. said I was a woman, right? Yes. And I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with identifying that way. But I'm also very open as this being that I am today to tomorrow. Maybe that's not, maybe that's not what I identify with. Mm. I'm totally open with that. And so, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I think that's part of the explanation of who I am and kind of where I go with things. But really working with energy and try and get people to the place that I'm at now where I feel I've certainly had an awakening. I've definitely gone into some spaces of energy work that I didn't know existed, but that, that have given me a lot of clarity with life and with things, you know, like with our programming, I definitely feel like we are programmed. It is a programming to be called a woman just because of how you were born or to be told you can only do certain things or to be, I mean, I've been told, you know, you're not black. And, and you know what? I agree. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, you're right. You know, mm -hmm. but of course the person saying that to me wouldn't even know what I'm talking about. Right. I'm not black. I am a being inside of a costume. Right. And so that's really what I work with. I work with people that are interested in just that statement. I what is she talking that. about? She's a being in a costume. You know, or, or they know that and they want to get to that place where they feel confident saying it. Right. Like, no, I am not a woman. I am not, I'm not even a mom. I don't I really identify with the human boxes that we get put into. I will if I'm just talking to a certain person, you know, like if they're asking me, oh, I, I, make, I make products, but no, I am. And just like you, I can see that in you. You are not a they, them, him, her, she, whatever. You are a being. Right. 
in a costume. And it allows me to be able to really connect with you and to really see and experience you and to be in the moment with you. I don't come into an experience with, with you as male, female, white, lives in this place or this sun sign, this big or this small, eats this or doesn't eat that, right? I don't do any of that. It's more like, and even if I talked to you yesterday, I can allow for you today to be whatever you are. I love whatever that. the heck you want to be. And I think with that, it really helps with relationships. You know, if we go into something, especially somebody that we've been mad at, frustrated with, angry, and we just assume everything is going to be the same. Every time they call, this happens. Mm. When I see you, you, you know, no, I'm giving you a clean slate because I know that you have the ability to connect with what you want to connect with, to be what you want to be, to change if you want to. I don't believe people don't change. No, that's not true. People do change. They can change if they want to. Isn't that a magical feeling and a magical thought? Because I know so many of us transformed over the last year. And I actually was thinking about an old friend that I haven't seen in a long time recently. And I haven't really talked to them since before quarantine. And I had a visual of seeing them again and reintroducing myself today. Because I feel like that's how different I am in the last year. I feel like saying, hi, my name is M. I use they, them pronouns. And it's really great to meet you. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's who I am now is in a way that I want to reintroduce myself to people. And isn't that a lovely thought that maybe we give everyone that grace of being able to change and being a person that we um, every day want to connect with? I think that's a lovely um, ideal and visual for ourselves. And it makes life so much easier for at least the person that is doing that for you you would have less stress upon yourself with reintroducing yourself to this person, talking to them on the phone, seeing them. If you saw them at the store, it wouldn't be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, where you don't have to worry about your past relationship. You know, where, yeah, yeah, you are not worried about it. And so it's really about you. It's an inner thing. You know, I have a podcast that's for self-care because we have to work on ourselves first. Mm. If you've done this work and now this person you're talking about approaches you it's highly likely they haven't they're not there but in my world the possibility is there and you have to leave it there but let's say they have it and they're coming at you with their past feelings and past emotions and past intentions that will all get shut down when you don't react the way you used to yes yes that's a very great point and i think mental health wise there are so many people stuck in those ways of reaction and being reactionary rather than giving people the benefit of the doubt, giving energies a chance to really bloom with people. And um, hopefully, maybe it's a new way of thinking. That's, I'm, I'm trying to give people that benefit of the doubt and maybe guiding them with my actions rather than words. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. I really just, I live my life. I try to be very aware and right now, what's happening now and what's happening now. Two minutes ago doesn't matter anymore. You know, it helps with, if two minutes ago I said something wrong or I stuttered or anything, then that's gonna be in my head right now. It's gonna be playing and it's gonna affect the rest of our conversation. Right. I can let that go. 
or not even notice it at all. You know, it's just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so if I can do that with myself, I'll be able to do that with other people. Right. You know, you're not going to bring up old stuff with someone else. And so they'll get comfortable with you. They'll realize, oh, you know, I can go to this person and I can talk to them. They're not going to bring in judgment. Right. You know, well, especially right now we're in, we are in this cancel culture that is, it can be really helpful for progress, but it also can be really harmful for people that might be more isolated, might not be as exposed to news and different new, um, new genders, new, new parts of the queer community, new parts of the POC community, people that just aren't, aren't surrounded enough. And to have those safe spaces where somebody's like, this is actually what's correct, but let's, let's move on from here. Um, could be, can be helpful in healing for people that just learn at a different pace. Mm -hmm. But see, for me, I guess the way I operate is even, so it, maybe it is somebody in the queer community is that I would be bringing them to a, a place where they also do not even call themselves queer. Right. And so when someone else approaches them, when someone else even, maybe their intention is to harm you with their words and call you something, you know, somebody could call me the N word, somebody could call you the F word, where you really, you don't even identify with that in a heart place. Right, right. You know, you don't have any identity with that. That's basically ego. Ego is when we identify, when we are self-identifying with, I am this old and I'm married and I have this kind of car and this is what I think and this is what I feel. And so since I don't have those things, then maybe I'm watching a newscast about something that somebody would think I should be affected by, but I'm not. Right. I mean, I know this costume is going to leave me someday. And I've even considered sometimes when, <laughs> you know, let's, let's just call it Democrat Republican because that takes away probably a lot of inner pain from somebody listening to me right now, but Democrat or Republican. I think, well, what if, what if my, in my last co costume, I was a Republican and I had to go through the pain and suffering of being, you terrible Republican, you Republicans did this and you stormed the Capitol, right? And now this time I have to come back as the other side. Right. Maybe we're all having these experiences. So even when I think about that and I consider it, I think, okay, well, how do I want to be treated mm. in this form? Because the next time, right, if we all could just see ourselves as connected and the same, right? you know, connected and the same, gay or not, do, do I have the right to treat this person this way? What if the next time the costume that I am given is the gay costume? Right. Do I want to be treated the way I treated this person today? Right, right, right. Right? So no, I'm like, I'm not, everybody's welcome. Yeah. Everybody's welcome and you get as, treated as well as I'm treating myself. And I really do think that when people are mean, they're mean to themselves. Oh, totally agree. They're not nice to themselves. Yeah. When they're calling you names, they've called themselves names a million times. Not the same name, but sometimes it is because they're hiding. They're afraid. Right? Yeah. And so it's just like. Yep. I totally agree with that statement. And I, I think that that's where your coaching is probably very 
potent and very important because I think there are a lot of people that can't think outside of that box and um, seeing someone else do it like you, but also having the tools sure. to break that down. You know what I mean? Um, I would definitely think that, um, do you have takeaways? I don't know. I, I haven't seen this in your work yet because I, I haven't done enough research and that's my fault. Um, do you have takeaways for people that are, because I do feel like everyone's struggling to a certain degree right now. Um, and everyone is looking for these little gems, these therapy gems mm -hmm. that I've posted mm -hmm. um, uh, of how to kind of center yourself. And I know you're big on meditation, but, you know, do you have any takeaways for people that are struggling right now that just maybe need to get a handle on shit? And, you know, maybe they're thinking about finding a wellness coach or they're thinking about starting meditation, but they have they're not quite to that step. They're at yeah. that beginning step where they're trying to make. Do you have suggestions for people that are in that space? Sure. Well, first off, in terms of finding a coach, most coaches typically offer a 15 minute complimentary call. If it's not complimentary, that's fine too. I offer complimentary calls and sometimes they're not 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> and it is really just, you know, you can ask me questions. I can ask you, or sometimes I'm just, I'm just giving a, a coaching call. Right. Um, my intention really is not <laughs> a lot of times it's not like I'm going to get a client, you know, it's just, this is what I want to do. This is what is within me. And so if that talk is just a coaching talk, it just is. So I would suggest try to search for some of the things that are bothering you. Maybe it's stress coach, wellness coach, spirituality coach, fitness coach, anything, right? So search that, look at the person's features, read some of the things that they have. I'm only just building my website and see if that resonates with you first, right? Does this vibe with me or not? Right. Have a call with them. And really it is energy. Do I like them? Do I like what they're saying? Do, do, do I feel comfortable? If you're not comfortable, it's not going to work. Right. You can ask them their processes. Maybe that's just, you know, like, no, not interested. You know, what all do they do? But for me, the way that I believe I got to this point, I thought about this is, um, well, I grew up in a very Christian family, very Christian, very strict. I mean, I wasn't allowed to say fart. Wow. So, I mean, forget about a cuss word. I've never considered fart a cuss word, but it was that strict. You can't say fart. And so, you know, I always would like, why? <laughs> I had a lot of whys. And growing up in, you know, going to church several times on a Sunday, going to church on Wednesdays, not celebrating Halloween, Christmas. Oh, wow. That was deep. Like Christmas, was month, Christmas month was going to a mega church with live donkeys and Ooh. a whole nativity scene with people and actors and the whole deal. Right. Um, and just kind of questioning, like, why are we doing this? What's happening? <laughs> but, but also like celebrating Christmas. I'm like, I don't understand why we're getting gifts and putting up this tree. So just things not really connecting and believing there was something else, something bigger, something more. And so I, as an adult, for sure, I did a lot of reading, a lot of reading. Now some free resources, what I used to do, I believe it's still free, is I would go to Hay House Radio like all the time. Hey, have you heard of Hay House? No. 
Yeah, Hay House was just like my thing. I did not watch TV. H-A-Y, H-E-Y? Yeah, H-A-Y. Hay House, like hay, you know, hay for the animals. Hay right. Um, so Hay House Radio. Um, I have so many things from all of the, um, I, I brought up some books and things. But like Wayne Dyer, you've heard yeah. of Wayne Dyer? Yes. He would have been on there. Oh, God. He would have had like a, several times a week where you could just hear him talking. Wow. Right? So Wayne Dyer, um, Louise Hay. Yes. Louise Hay was very big in the um, LG, it wasn't called LGBTQ back then, but right. <laughs> in the LGBTQ community. Um, so very open lady. So, so that is free, I believe. Go on there and listen and just see, does this connect with you? I love that. You know, there's all different levels of... You know, there was a lady on there, Denise Lynn, and she would do past life regressions. And I would, I would, I would crave it. I'm like, Ooh, Wednesday at this time, I'm going to go do my past life. So that was a meditation, but also just going deeper, you know, um, Doreen Virtue, she's like a soul coach or, uh, no, she deals with the angels. So she would talk about the different archangels and she would do readings and just all this stuff. And so I would suggest things like that, just in terms of what I'm talking about. And to me, I really do believe this work is what everybody needs. It's what everybody needs. Whether you're struggling with your business or you're struggling with your relationship, you're struggling with your body. Awareness. All of these people are really talking about awareness. All these people are talking about energy and getting to a place outside of this shell. Right that we all are programmed to just stop there. Just stop there, right? You know, do you want this employee? Well, it starts with how you look first. It starts with how you sound. Is this person right for my business? Well, you're probably missing out on a lot of opportunities in a lot of ways, right? I mean, even when it does come to love relationships. Right, right. If I am open to, it doesn't have to be a man that I'm with. Right. It doesn't have to be one. I mean, all of that stuff because it's energy. Right. What energy do I want to connect with? That is what is inside of these bodies. Right. And so you have to break free of the programming first. Okay. You have to break free of this thought that I am this, this, that I'm a woman. Right. Because as a woman in America, we are limited. Yes. Okay. So do you want to be limited in life? Yeah, no, none of us. Men are limited too. Right. Oh yeah. You know, men are limited. We're all limited under the constructs of just being an American. I mean, if you think about it, I do know some things about your relationship, but let's say in France, your relationship would have no, it wouldn't have that title. Right. Right. It's a way different. And I do think that, the constructs, societal constructs of being an American, gender constructs, race constructs, like they're all so limiting. You're very correct. And they limit us in different ways, depending on the person. Yeah. And there's just been, I mean, I lived in Germany when I was a teenager. I moved there when I was 12, lived there for four and a half years. So there's been a lot of things that have happened in my life. I mean, I didn't explain what I'm trying to say. So while in Germany, you know, there were black Germans, but they were called Germans. When you are black in Germany, you're called a German. And just even that little, that little thing, just kind of playing that around in my head as a 12 year old, a 13 year old, a 14 year old, you know, you, 
you have similar qualities to me, but in America, I am different. I'm not an American. I'm an African, you know, just that, just that one thing, that one thing. And think about how many millions of things we are divided with and put into a box. At least that black German gets to be in that whole entire group. As a German. Right. They get to be in the whole entire group. Yeah. We are all separated, Italian, American, Asian, all this stuff. Right. And what is the point of the separations? Yeah, there's none. Like, why, why, why is it there? <laughs> so this is a part of the work. Ask yourself these questions. Challenge things within yourself. You don't have to go challenge other people, but challenge it within yourself to find out what feels right for you. If you're questioning it, maybe it isn't right, and you have to find the connection to where it does feel right. Yeah. It doesn't feel right to call myself this, or it doesn't feel right to feel this, or this, this, this association or grouping doesn't feel right, so that you can now connect. I love that. And you'll be connecting to yourself. And I don't mean crystal. Right. Myself is the energy. Yes. Yes. It's, it's these, it's this, it's connecting to you. Right. It's connecting to all this other stuff where we actually came from. I love that. Right? It's connecting to where we came from. <laughs> it's not my mom and dad. <laughs> it's so much bigger. And I think there's so many people that need help wrapping their head around it. So I, uh, and, and honest, I'll be honest with you. Like, I have a few friends that are wellness coaches. I have a lot more of a business life coach um, that I just interviewed as well. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of times I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I prescribe to that. I don't know if I need that. But when you speak about it that way, I feel like it's so much more all encompassing. It's so much more um, about ourselves and our, our true selves and just being um, in this world. And um and that's it. It's yeah. we're beings. We're beings. That's it. Forget about the human part. Get rid of the human part. Go to the being part. Yeah. We are human beings, but the real point is, you know, the dog is a being, but it's not a human being, right? Mm. Your plant is a being, but it's not a human being. Right. And the more we realize that, okay, that the true connection is the being part, you're not going to harm the plants. You're going to love your dog. <laughs> you're going to even appreciate your book. You know, where did it come from? The book came from a tree. Right. Hello. So yes, it does help in every area. Maybe you're struggling with your business. Why is this really the business you need to be doing? Or, or it is the business you need to be doing and you're just having a brain fog because you're stuck in some other area. Right. You're not able to break free of this. Oh my, you know, I can't believe that person said that. Right. Or it is, or it is, you know, maybe you don't want to be in, in your, love life relationship, right? You don't know what to do about it. But a lot of times we're stuck in that relationship because society, because of the programming that we believe we need the relationship or if we leave, we're going to be judged or we'll be embarrassed or my sister stayed married longer or my family history. I'll be the first to get divorced. Just all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's stuff. It's nonsense. It's things. <laughs> Does it really matter? And a lot of people don't think about that. So it's getting to a place where you start to consider that. Why do I care? Why do I care? I mean, what I really care about is I don't like this relationship. I don't want to be in it. And to just, and then it doesn't mean you have to leave. You can start to do the work. And maybe the work gets you to loving your relationship. And loving yourself. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you'll realize it wasn't the relationship at all. It was me. Or let me just connect to 
a different part of that being. It's not because you're not doing this and you don't this and that. Because if you're doing it for yourself, I listen to myself. Oh, actually, don't even need to talk to you about it. <laughs> you know, I can just kind of get over stuff and like, mm, oh, all right. I really don't even need to bounce this off of him. And this isn't his area of expertise. This isn't what he wants to talk about. Right. You know, and just really taking the pressure off of the other person. Right, right. Yeah, no, I think that... Um this provides a lot of clarity for a lot of people, I'm sure, because I think it's hard to put your finger on, you know, uh, it's a, it's a large concept. It's a really big concept when you're learned a certain way. So I think these uh, bite-sized nuggets are helpful. Um, I want to pivot a little bit to your, your products and your work on that side of things, because I think around your wellness and your holistic side, you create some really incredible products. And every time I think I've seen all of your products, like we were <laughs> offline and you were like, I make these too. And I was like, what? Yeah. I'm putting on my, putting on my lip glosses and it's like, Oh wait, I made these by the way. I, I forget. But yes. So my company is called bitchy bath and body. And a lot of that has to do with what I just said, you know, just breaking free of the judgments first off, just with the word. Okay. Just with the word, like, you know what? So once again, I don't personally need she or anything else because I know that these words aren't even real. They don't have to mean anything. And, you know, for instance, we have, um, so in another language, it's not the same word, right? Yes. Yes. I think in another language, it's not the same word. So who, who decided all of this stuff? Yeah. And then for me to go back to the ridiculousness of, I can't say fart. I mean, come on, fart, fart. So just kind of like, you know, bitchy, like people, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Why does that word have to mean anything to anyone? Right. Can we just own, yeah. Can we take the word and make it our own and, and. But it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to mean anything. away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why is there meaning to that? And then another word doesn't. So for instance, I, you know, I teach English to children in China and they have this, you know, you know, you're like, wait, what is it? What, what was I saying? Right. Uh, what is that? That sound in Chinese is nigga, 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 nigga. Really? And the first couple of times I heard it, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> That's not what they're saying. Right. That's what it sounds like. Oh, so do wow. I need to be offended? Were they calling me something? No, they were not. Right. And even take it deeper, that is what they were trying to do. They were trying to hurt me. Do I have to be offended? Right. Do I have to feel something? These are words. Right. These are letters. It's funny. <laughs> you I was know? attracted to the name of your company because bitchy. Um, I was working at a company once and I saw a coworker that I knew did not like me at, yeah. a, gro- at a grocery store. And I'm always kind, and but I'm not, I'm always nice, but I'm, oh no, I'm always kind, but I don't have to be nice is yeah. my thing. So I saw her and her husband and I said, Hey, Oh my God, you're in my neck of the woods. Fancy seeing you here. She walked away. She passed me and she didn't know that I was so close behind them because we were both going to the garage. And she looks over at her husband and said, she is such a bitch. (laughs) And then she had turned like this. And then she saw me in the corner of her eye and she kind of went like this and started walking fast. And I had to sit with that. And at first it hurt. And then I was like, I'm actually going to take that word back for myself because if I made that kind of impression on you, 
snaps to me. Like I, yeah. <laughs> so when you said bitchy, I was like, I'm, I like this just for the name. Let's do some research. And your products are beautiful. Can you tell people about just the, the, the moral of side of your products? Sure. Yes. So bitchy, it's a bath and body line. It is trademarked. So stop trying to steal my stuff, people. <laughs> but so bitchy, the tagline is nothing toxic for you to bitch about. So if you can remember that, you're going to know my products. They, I don't have any toxic ingredients. I go with very sustainable. So like palm oil, palm oil is not toxic, but the trees it comes from are endangered. So I won't use palm oil. Um, I try to go as natural, like so natural to the point where, so I have a little lotion here. Lotion needs a preservative. Whenever you add water and oil together, it needs a preservative or it can mold. So I use fermented vegetables and fruits. I love that. That is my preservative. And I, so I've done a lot of research. I'm a certified natural herbalist. I just, I'm always getting new uh, training and learnings and just, you know, make the lotion. and I let it sit for six months. I put it in different environments, put it in the hot sun. Does this actually work? And just really working on everything myself. Um, and just kind of like when the need comes about, but the bitchy part, so many, so many things about it. So here's a, here's a story. I make a soap out of wine. And so I was doing, you know, an outdoor fair and the lady, you know, she's looking at it and she's smelling it. Everything's cool. But, you know, asking question after question and everything was positive for her. Oh, oh, oh. And then she says, but is it vegan? Now, after she asked that and walked away and I didn't know, I was like, Oh, I don't know. So that was like her turn off. And someone else, another person that had a booth said, what a bitch. Right. And I didn't, I just thought, well, no, that's okay. I mean, I didn't feel that way about her. Mm. And really what it is, is okay. She cares about what she puts on herself or into her body. She's dedicated or committed to whatever her roles are for vegan. And she wanted this to be vegan. And so for me, you, you can bitch, you can quote unquote bitch. And I'm open to that. I have made custom products. I have made just like a batch of deodorant just to see, does it work for this person? You know, I tried so many natural deodorants and I ended up smelling like onions, you know, they don't work, blah, 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 blah. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I love that challenge where somebody else may hear that as bitching. No, that's not bitching to me. That's like, oh yeah, let's go. Yes. You know, but that's, that's me. That's even like we're, if we're coaching, if they're like, man, I want to astral project. Oh, well, let's get this person on an astral projection project. Right. Like, it's just, I love that challenge. Let me make something new for you. Let me make something custom. You know, maybe <laughs> this is why I have so many products. You know, I started out with my lip balms, vegan, organic. I use um, calendula wax and carnova wax. So no beeswax. And then I had one, I had orange and now I've got, Anise. So I actually um, do my own extractions of organic herbs. So I've got star anise in my factory being extracted into the oils. So the flavor is from the true star anise. You know, I'm not adding any artificial flavoring. And so, you know, I've gone to star anise. I have lemon. I have lavender. I have all of these lip balms because somebody's like, well, I don't really like orange. Well, what do you like? I'll figure it out. So I don't consider that bitching. You know, you like high quality, you like unique, you, you like what you like, and I can deliver it for you. There's nothing toxic to bitch about, and we're not bitching. 
On top of that, you're certainly not going to see any sort of, I like to be inclusive. Right. Okay. And so I've tried to find ways with the fragrances to be gender neutral or, hey, this is very feminine and this is very masculine. Yeah. Um, I have inclusive characters <laughs> in my line um, and inclusive speak, you know, where you're not going to go over to the bitchy bath and body Instagram and hear me saying, calling people a bitch or something like that. Right. It's definitely to be empowering. It is to empower you to get what you want for your body. You know, people have sensitivities. People have special needs. I do make a really beautiful skin salve that, I mean, the reviews I get is ridiculous. I mean, a lot of people are using it for eczema, psoriasis, just really problem skin. And they've been using drugs right. for years and they can't get rid of it. So just things like that. I love that. I love that. And to really like make that person feel good, you know, make them feel good. You don't have to worry about your skin anymore. And that's really what I want. I want them to wake up just like feeling nice about their body, not hating their body, not thinking that that's going to continue. Well, and I think that your, your products go in line with your holistic, with your coaching work. And I think that that's, for me, as somebody who's recently rediscovering my gender and, and doing that discovery process with both, because I don't even like to use the word male and female anymore. I like to use mask and femme. You had products that I could, I literally have two deodorants now. I've never had two deodorants in my life. I've got one that is when I'm feeling masculine and I have that kind of more masculine musky scent. And I love that about your deodorant and the other is more feminine and has fruity notes and, you know, perfumey notes when I'm feeling that that day. Yeah. I love having that freaking choice as yeah. somebody who is going through that journey. Um, it was super great. So, and I don't think there's a lot of bath and body companies that are, are exploring that. You know, I, I think, think they're, they're doing too. cool, but they're not doing it on purpose, you know? Mm, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I really, and that's another thing I really don't research and people think you should. What, who is your competition? And I'm like, I mean, just like me, I am unique. I am an individual. No one, I, how can you compete with just, I'm just me. Right. I am my being, you know? And so this is my business and I don't really concern myself with, all of those things. I really don't know what anybody else is doing. I'm sure somebody in the business world will be like, well, that's dumb. My goal with my business is not what other people's goals are. Good. It just isn't. And I am open to never selling anything ever again. <laughs> you know, it's not, that's right. just not how I live my life. I believe that I'm always going to be taken care of. I'm going to have everything that I need. I'll have the money that I need. I'll have the roof over my head. And so this is just a passion that I have. It's something that I can do. I definitely need to be challenged with it. If it's not a challenge, then I just have no desire. Right. You know, so, and part of the challenge is just, oh, you have a skin problem. Great. That's when I really delve, dive in deep. The common things. Um, I think I told you before I stopped making bath bombs. It's like, oh, well, everybody makes bath bombs. Mm -hmm. And I know I can make money from it because everybody does make bath bombs. And they'll pay $5 or $10, but that's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for the money. I would only continue to make bath bombs if they were like life changing. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, what's inside of them is going to truly change your life. When you soak in it, it's going to take away an itch or when, you know, all of that stuff. And so I did make bath bombs and I wanted them to be color free. You know, I, so I was making them with eucalyptus, a certified pure eucalyptus and rosemary and peppermint and 
just pure essential oils. And I don't know if it was the market I was in or the time, a lot of people didn't want essential oils. They wanted very artificial smelling like bubble gum and cotton candy. Right. And I just didn't agree with that to be sitting in, in that. Yeah. Especially, especially with female organs. Yeah. I didn't agree with sitting in that substance and also the color. No. And so that just doesn't agree with me. Um, so I make products that I agree with that I believe are going to be useful that are non-toxic. We should not be putting things in ourselves that are toxic right. and that are also fun, you know, have some fun with it. And how many people love in a fun way, in a nice way to use the word bitch, right? <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people do. And that's what I want it to be. You know, my soaps have bitch names, but they're strong. They're strong and they, and it goes all over the place, but like woke bitch is made from coffee. I love you know, that. Fair trade coffee. And I just put a lot of love into it and it's got coffee grounds for the exfoliant. And she says, I woke up, I wake up with this, you know? So they all say cute little things, but I also have a little message on there. It's don't be a dirty, bitter bitch, be a clean, kind bitch. So I like to have little messages, but they all have, you know, well, we're not going to be dirty because we're washing ourselves, but you know, don't be dirty. Don't be bitter. There's different types of bitches out there. Yes, there really are. And there's, I think you bitch, how dare you look so good. And then there's, oh, you bitch, you look at you looking good. Right. And so I come from the latter where, you know, listen, we are nice to each other. We love each other. You can look however you want. And if you're fabulous, I'm going to give you a compliment. Yes. I'm not worried about that. I love it because if I can see the beauty in you, I can see the beauty in me. Yes. That's just, yes. Yeah, if I'm shutting that down, then what, then what am I doing to myself? And I'm also not open to you giving me a compliment. If I'm going to like give you the side eye and do all this cruelty, well, you can't show me any love. Right. I don't even know what you were walking around with inside of your heart. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that, the, that that just shows that your your branding and your thought process around this is so organic and it's coming from such a real place. And I know that's why I connected with you because I feel like there are so many people out there, especially in the trauma of what's happening, just trying to get shit done and get the bills paid. And I, I understand that. But I also love it when it comes from a holistic place. I think that that's just really special and it shows longevity and I'm just happy to know you. I'm happy that we're friends. I'm happy that um, I'm getting to try your products. And now I'm like finding out that you have these lotions and these other things and this coffee thing. I'm like, I need to go look more clearly. I don't even know. What soap did you get? I don't remember. I got the uh, masculine. Oh, you sent me a mask and a femme soap. Did I send you Zaddy or Proud Zaddy? Oh, I don't know. Did it I have two know. boys on the front? It's, it's got a boy with a beard. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I have a proud zaddy. It has two boys. I mean, they're oh. clearly in a, they're clearly, they like each other. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Kelsey, one of my partners came over and was so excited. And I thought that she was going to gravitate towards she's femme. And so I thought she was going to gravitate towards the femme soap. No, she went right to the mask and she was like, I like this. And I was like, well, hands off. Cause they're mine. Go get your own. And that's the thing. Why, why can't she? And why can't right. you? No one needs to put you in the box. I know that you are they, them. You, you don't, you're not masculine or feminine or him or her. But yeah, tomorrow, if you want to put on the, 
brightest floral and wear pink and some ruffles and some high heeled shoes, why the hell not? That's your prerogative. Yeah, it was a great reminder for me because I put her in this box as this super femme. And she was like, uh -uh, I am I am taking this uh, mask energy with me. And I was like, okay. Yes. I was fooled and I loved it. And it was great. And so I think your your products make people feel secure enough to do that. And I think that that's great. I need to get better. You know, I am in such <laughs> such a in the moment space in my life that I don't vlog, I don't advertise. I'm just so like, hmm. and, um, and I love that. I love that because there's no pressure on me. And, and that's really what I need. It doesn't, it's, it's about me, right? <laughs> it's about me. Why should there be pressure on me? And I'm so grateful that I have that life that I can say that. Right. And that's just, that's just the way it is. And I'm appreciative of it. And I'll take more universe. Thank you. Right. And so I, People don't really know that message. They don't know what's going on unless they've spoken to me, but, but that's okay. I also know that that's okay. That energy comes to me the same way you came to me. There was definitely no searching. I wasn't searching for you. Yeah. I haven't asked you for any money. You know, it, it's just like, hey, I really, whether you buy it or not, it's like, I want the person to enjoy it. I'm looking for that energy connection. I'm looking for when you open your, so when I'm packaging your box, you know, it's like, ooh. And I had seen you at that point and spoken to you. And I'm like, oh, this will be good. Oh, this will be good. You know, sniffing, looking, whatever just came to me. And then I just have a vision of you opening it and being like, well, uh, 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 you know, you feeling something too. Like, wow. And then, and then we, I made I made that TikTok video about it. And did you see how many people commented? They were like, look at that box. Like, I didn't. They were didn't so look excited. At all. They were so excited. I didn't. I didn't look. No. But, and that's the thing is just to, I want the other person on the other side to feel the lotion and, oh my, really? And to look at the ingredients, like what? You know, I, that's what I want. And it isn't about even coming back to me and letting me know. Right. I just want to believe that that's going to, what's going to happen and they'll be happy with it. It's just to, it's just to be happy. Right. I like the way this smells or I like the way this feels, or I liked, I liked that I was able to buy myself something. Right. Right. You know, I like that I was able to buy myself something or I feel special or this is my, like maybe me when I was 15, you know, I have something that has a bad word on it <laughs> and my mom doesn't even know, <laughs> or, you know, or, you know, I have a lot of my, my fitness followers, they buy fit bitch. I made it specifically for working out. Mm. It's got activated charcoal, rosemary, eucalyptus, lavender. It's made from brewed um, chamomile. Wow. because chamomile you know heals the skin just just all these fabulous things and you know but it helps with back acne face acne all of that mm. stuff and I love that when they get it it reinforces yeah I am a fit bitch they're like I'm a fit bitch that's me I'm a fit bitch I love I, that I love that feeling just believing that that woman or maybe or maybe you know she wants to start her journey and somebody bought it for her and she feels weak and she doesn't feel strong and she doesn't know she can do it you know and it's like you know what i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna use my fit bitch when i'm done yeah <laughs> i love that kind of inspiring products too and, and it's important that you're doing it for those reasons because i think um i don't know i can feel heart in things and i like feeling my heart space warm when somebody does something from the right place you know I appreciate that about you. And that's part of what I was saying about, you know, the coaching and the business is just to have that freedom to be doing something that you love. It doesn't have to be that you feel like you're helping people. 
Right. You don't have to go that far, but at least you're helping yourself. So many people are in a role as a mother or as a wife or as a human walking around that somebody else told them they should be in that role. Right. Whether, okay, no, you're a girl and you're going to be a girl and you should be wearing pink, right? And you're going to marry a man and it's going to be a doctor or even that the pressures of your family, right. you know, you're going to go to university and you're going to go get a good job and then you're going to, you know, get married and where are my grandchildren? Right. I have a very good, well, two friends, but, um, <laughs> so anyway, one of them is really struggling because, um, he's, they're gay, gay males. And his family really wants him to produce grandchildren. Mm. And there is so much stress on him. There's so much suffering that he's experiencing. Ugh. And, and, and I, he doesn't even know that I'm a coach. I really don't promote, I, I let people come to me. Either he'll find out and ask for my help or not. But, you know, it's just really disheartening to think about all the layers you know, when he first mentioned it, just all the layers of possibility of what he has to unpackage mm. before he can just feel okay with, I'm not going to be making a baby. Right, right. I will not be, and, I, and he could, there's other options, right? But, right. but maybe that's not what they're going to do. And just to be, feel happy with that, he's kind of stuck just there mm. in that one aspect of his life and who he wants to be and what he feels good about. He also is having maybe more doubts and more fear and more shame about something that he could be feeling good about. Yeah. And this is upbringing, this is training, you know? And so even if he could get out of that, isn't he gonna be happier in the relationship because there's gonna be shame in that relationship. Right, right. There's gonna be pushback. There's gonna be, oh, should I be doing this right now? Maybe you're kissing the person. Right. And it's just something within you. And that just is going to keep breaking you down and it's not going to build you up and you're not going to be able to grow. Right. And to be able to grow. And that's going to also affect work. You know, you're not completely happy. You're not clear-minded. Maybe yeah. you get a call from your mom and you're trying to do a presentation right. and just the thoughts go back. Like, Oh, what is she calling about? Yeah. Yeah. Last conversation was about, are you ever going to get married? Maybe they're hiding it. Plenty of people are hiding, you know, yes, yes. their sexuality. We shouldn't have to hide. Yeah, no, we shouldn't. There's so many small traumas that we don't realize we've been through. Yeah. That make us who we are now that we don't really even understand where this came from. You know, why am I having this problem? It's from the little itty bitty things. Mm. And, and we don't, typically have the space or the power, or the knowledge, because no one's telling you this. Your mom is not going to say, well, there were little traumas. Remember when I told you this or that? Your mom probably doesn't know that that happened because it happened to her too. Yeah. And I think having your mom did those things. Right. Not having those spoons, like a lot of people call them, not having the spoons to kind of deal with that. I think that, um, I think everybody needs a little crystal in their life. Because I feel like you have a, uh, you have such a well-rounded mission around both your coaching, your products, everything that kind of goes back into helping people realize who they are, what makes them happy um, and, and feeling comfortable in whatever space they decide to occupy their being. I'm just, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so grateful for your time. This was such a good conversation for everybody listening. We had one, we had a first take that the universe was like, not today, Satan. 
and we just decided to, and this is a, just a, a night and day interview so this is perfect i feel like literally this, night and day <laughs> literally yeah it was at night and i was fucking with my lighting it was just a whole thing so this is perfect um before we get into my lightning round questions please yeah. tell people where they can find you and how they can contact you okay for coaching it's it's my name crystalmckinney.com but listen the website is not complete. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I do take emails. Hello at crystalmckinney.com or crystal at crystalmckinney.com. And I do have Instagram. If you're looking for inspiration, please just go there. Look for some positivity affirmations. Right now I'm doing a series on the chakras. And so I'm explaining what each chakra is in order. I've done root. And then I have a meditation there that you can watch. Just a 60-second meditation if you want to get some sound healing. I'm using um, music or sounds from Tibetan monks, so humming and just their melodic sounds. And so this is what I do in all of my meditations. Oh, I'm so excited, though. I ordered some genuine crystal sound bowls. Have you seen the crystal healing bowls? No. Oh, you know, I ordered them. I'm waiting. I'm like, please come. But they, they get tuned before they are sent. They, you know, they're checked wow. to match the chakra energies. So I will be doing that soon. Just either private sound healings or I'll probably do some groups so that, That's amazing. you know, everyone can get involved. If it's a group, it could be much cheaper. Right. And so go to my Instagram, Crystal McKinney Coaches. And I'll put the links in your, in the details of this episode yeah. as well. Yeah, Crystal McKinney coaches, and then you can just get with me from there or just let the, the laws of the universe have us collide. I don't know. <laughs> I love that so much. Thank you again. Okay, so my questions. Are you ready? Yes. First of all, what's your, and as now that I know you couldn't curse as a kid, this is even better, your favorite curse word? Oh, I just learned this actually. It's, I'm obsessed with France and the language. I may not be saying this right. Okay. If you, somebody wants to call me, let me know how to really say it. But I think it's Ringard. Oh, what does it mean? It's, it's basically basic bitch. Oh, <laughs> I it, love that. It sounds so sexy. I mean, call me a Ringard. I'll take it. <laughs> yes, I love it. I, I mean, I actually am considering, I make all of my labels. So I'm considering turning um, my, my girls into French girls, just having... The French naughty names. I love that. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, who doesn't want to be a, who doesn't want to be a basic bitch if it's in French? I mean, come on now. For real. That's real. That's real. <laughs> um, okay. The second question is, do you have any go-to music that you're listening to right now when you just want to exhale, you want to listen, you want to cook or whatever, and you just want to put an album out? Is there a go-to for you right now? Okay. So, so normal music, normal people music. And I don't even know if it's normal, but once again, it's French. I love Gotan Project. Have you heard of them? No. Gotan Project. Oh my God. You, I mean, it's just, it's very, it's very French lounge love French okay. lounge, French I'm writing it down I always write down people's um music because I love music so yes Gotan project g-o-t-a-n okay g-o-t-a-n project they're you know I don't even think that they're French I think that they are maybe Brazilian or something but it sounds French and they they sing in French and it's just like the most beautiful thing I love but it. but my common my normal kind of everyday is more um <laughs> like 
Hertz, HZ, so music in tune with the chakras. Right, right. I get that. I get that. As That's I was waiting for so you to call, um, you know, I had it on YouTube. You can find plenty of YouTube channels that would be like, heal your uh, root chakra. Mm. You go in there. I mean, be careful. You, We never know who's doing right. what. But um, yeah. Okay. Your next question is, is who, who has really inspired you to be the person you are today? One to two people that are not white heterosexual men because they have enough attention right now. Do you mean people that I know? Like, uh, no, no, it doesn't have to be. It can be a celebrity. It can be somebody that inspires you, but somebody who helped you, inspired you to be who you are today. Hmm. I don't, you know... I don't know. I think it's more experiences, but somebody that I really love, let's just say that because yeah. I am all about love and acceptance. So, um, she is no longer in her body. Mm. She has passed, but her name was Dorcas. Mm. Her, her body name at that time, her human being name at that time was Dorcas. And I, I had, I worked with her at, at a job when I had a real job and she came, she came from another, she was, she was a new hire and she was the, going to be the administrative assistant for the owner of the company, a very large, well-known real estate firm in Chicago. And there was a lot of human behaviors wrapped around this. You know, why did she get hired? Who's this? What's her name? Just a lot of negativity. Mm. And this was in probably 2000. So 21 years ago where I was able to recognize this Mm, stop mm -hmm. doing that. You don't even know this lady. Why are you, why aren't you giving her a chance? She's not even here. So I came into meeting her already feeling like, okay, I didn't like everything that everybody was saying. We, like we had a D day when she was coming. And so she just happened to her first day was on our birthday month celebration. You know, everybody in the office, right. we're going to all get a cake and make a card for the person. And I was approaching the conference room. I just heard this, this beautiful laugh, just this big loud laugh. And I knew it had to be her. I knew everybody else, right? And I come in and her body, her costume at that time was very large. Mm. She was probably over 450 pounds. Mm. She, was in, she was in an older body. She was in her 50s. But man, I loved her to pieces. I mean, loved her to death. She was just so, I mean, she, she might've helped me uh, say bitch, I probably at that time, I don't think I would have said that word. I'm sure I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have said it. I didn't use any profanities. And um, so for instance, <laughs> I went to her house one day and her door knocker, you know, to knock on the door was, I hope, I mean, well, Dude. I already said bitch. So it's, it's a penis. Yes. So the, so it was made out of iron or steel or something metal. So the, the balls are what's adhered to the door. And then you take the, oh my God, <laughs> the top of it to not. And I just was like, oh my God, I love her so much. I love her. And being the age that she was at that time was very similar to my mom's age. Right. They were very similar ages. And to have this person in my life that I loved, she loved me and have this, you know, this totally different thing. I'm knocking on your door with a dick. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then, you know, I went in the house and I'm laughing about it. She's like, oh yes. So just having this work relationship and then having this other situation where we just became really deep friends, but she's also in an age range 
where I could talk to her in a way that I never talked to my mom. You know, so she definitely, I mean, at one time I was going to leave my fiance. I eventually did, but she had, you know, really good information and she was introspective. You know, it's kind of like, well, is that what you want? I don't really remember what she said that day, right, but it right. was something that touched you. It was something that someone else would not, anyone else, right? they wouldn't have said that to me. And I think it was one of the first times where I really was kind of like taken back. Like I had to think about what I was doing and not be reactive and right. I'm leaving him and how, and it was just kind of like, she told me to look at myself in some sort of way. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but, but there was so much love in that. Right. And I know that she did it because she didn't want me to leave this relationship that she could see was good or, or whatever. And I was just in the moment, like, I'm not going to be with him. Right. And so, and then, I mean, even getting to the point of enlightenment or living in the moment when she was passing, we lived in a completely different state. And I mean, she was my best friend, my best friend, my best friend. And I called on her birthday. We're both Tauruses. Mm-hmm. And I was calling, you know, happy birthday. And the receptionist says, oh, Crystal, I mean, they know that we're really good friends. You know, she's in the hospital. Her cancer came back. And man, I left my life. Mm-hmm. I lived in Minnesota. I immediately got in my car and I started driving. Are you from Minnesota? My, I'm not from there. I lived there. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I've lived a lot of places <laughs> at that time. So I was living there and I got in my, I mean, it was just like, nothing mattered. There was nothing else. There was nothing else that mattered. Mm. It just didn't. I had a cat. I left the cat in the house. Thank goodness. My children were on, you know, spring break, spring visitation with their dad. And I just got in my car and there's so much that happened at this Mm. time surrounding her. But this is where I learned a lot about law of attraction because I was, I was modeling in Minnesota and I was a realtor and I had been having extreme difficulty with my car. My car was breaking down like every other day and the dealership that I took it to had some sort of, you know, they replaced some sort of major mechanical thing and it was unlimited, you know, for a year replacements, but it was, it was a terrible patch. The car would break down. I'd have to take it back to some shop that they sent me to and the shop would keep it for like two months and it was terrible and the car was super unreliable. But when it came to, me not focusing on that and wanting to drive to Chicago from Minnesota and wanting to see her, that car had zero problems. I love that. And I love it when the universe does that. It happens to me a lot. I get it. I love that. Yeah. It was just about, she needs to go there. It's leading me towards this love. It's leading me towards maybe something that she needed. And I drove straight through the entire time I was there. Everything was fine. But so some things that she had, she had about six months that she was given by the doctors and she um, enrolled herself in like a long-term art class that would have gone way beyond the six months. Right. And I remember just thinking like, Oh, like she's not, she won't have that time that like she paid, but you know, I was able to sit there instead of saying that to her, of course I wanted, I didn't, I didn't want her to be gone in six months. And I was present of mind enough just to be positive and not say negative things. But I also was able to consider while I'm sitting there, you know, I'm talking to her about the class. Well, well, how often do you go and what are you doing? Just being so happy for her Mm. that she went forward with something that she wanted to do. This is still what I want to do. And then when she passed, I didn't feel sadness. 
so many people struggle with death. Yeah. And I was a yes, happy that she didn't have to live in this body anymore. Whether or not it was the cancer pain, she was dealing with so much pain from being heavy and things that people said to her. We had gone to a restaurant once and the chair broke, you know, just things that people struggle with the other people don't. I didn't have to struggle with that and I never have. And so the fact that she could not be in that body, that form and have that stress and that she didn't have to have the pain, but just knowing, wow, she got to do something that really uplifted her and the joy that she had mm. when she passed. She, when she passed, she was looking, she was facing out of a window where she could see Lake Michigan. And so when I came to the house, her, um, you know, she was on hospice care in, in the house and her um, husband called me like she's, she's, she's expiring now, come. And, and I think they planned it all. They didn't really want me to see her pass. It's like as, when I came in, oh, it was just five minutes ago. I think they didn't want me to go through that. And she didn't want me to go through that. But I looked at her and I could see the window and I was like, so pleased that that was how she passed. This is what she got to look at. Right. You know, and, and I'm assuming just from my knowing her, she probably was in a meditative state. Right. You know, just, just looking into the water and appreciating it. And just, I mean, I haven't died before, but I believe it can be a magical experience that we don't have to worry about and be fearful of if we are in a certain mindset. Right. And so I believe she was in that mindset to be able to appreciate it and to be able to love it. And I, I want to show you. So she made this artwork of me. Stop. Ah, this, and I didn't say, so she's a Caucasian. She was a Caucasian right. woman. Um, here it is. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. So, what a beautiful piece of art. Yeah. That was when I was modeling and she saw one of my cop cards one day, you know, it's basically what you take to an interview. Right. And she said, can I keep this? And I'm like, sure, whatever. I've got a million, you know, they're just mass produced. And next thing I know, she's made this out of cloth. Mm. That is cloth. And it's can be unusual for a Caucasian person to not caricaturize an African-American's features. You know, I have large lips. I have a full nose. Right. And it, and it looks like me. Yeah, it does. So this was just further verification of who she was. She wasn't, I mean, she was seeing my form, but it also, I mean, I think it's strange when somebody can't see your form. Right. She saw inside. She sounds like a beautiful human. What a perfect way to close this out, to hear yeah. about somebody like Dorcas and to hear about your, um, your connection to her. I love that. I love when people like that are in our lives. So I'm yeah. glad that you have that. I have a few people like that and I freaking love it. Um, Crystal, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here. Um, thank you for what you're giving, putting out into the world and being so thoughtful about it all and so intentional. Um, I'm excited to uh, have my followers and fans meet you. So. Good. I'm excited to meet them too, even if it's just energetically. <laughs> send me messages do whatever you want uh it's it's there's no pressure on using as a coach or buying my products i just love to talk to people and if you have similar interests and you want to be guided somewhere just ask me perfect perfect yeah let's go we're gonna go <laughs> thanks so much for listening to this episode and all the episodes 
We hope you'll join our quickly growing online community where there is always someone to hold a space for you if you feel alone. If you have an idea for an upcoming guest or topic, please don't hesitate to reach out. All social media links and contact information can be found at my website, maryangelaabeo.com. And until next time, take care of yourselves and those around you. And by that, I mean, wash your fucking hands, wear a damn mask, defund the police, pay the fee, basically continue fighting for the rights of indigenous and black lives everywhere, including and especially black trans lives, and do your part to abolish all forms of systemic racism. I'll see you next time.